Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 101, quite possibly the greatest Divine Heritage Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Darkrush. Uh This minute starts with Jason Lee's voice and ends with Carnage. So, uh, we're going to find out about some Divine Heritage. I guess uh, Bethany did a little 23andMe action here. <laughs> I guess so. And she looked it up since she was... Um, <laughs> She was like 30% Polish, 20% uh, from the British Isles, 4% Ashkenazi Jewish, and uh, 10% Christ. Yeah, 10% Jesus. It's like, yeah, I did 23andMe and it came back Jesus? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> I didn't know that was a nationality. Yeah. Seems unusual. <laughs> Especially since I'm the only one. You'd think it would be more people if it was a nationality. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it would just say, like, Middle Eastern or, like, you know, Arab or, uh, you know, Jewish or something. Jewish, more right, Jewish, Jewish would make sense. Yeah, we're not here to make sense. Uh, so this uh, minute starts out with a little ventriloquism from Salma Hayek. Yeah, it's a little so like a, Technically, we had a, a body wrap on Jason Lee, but we get his voice one more time. Mm-hmm. So his last line is this? Well, it's the same line anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just that is copy. I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Basically, this is this minute is the explanation for last minute. Yeah. So, I think Jay has the the thought that I probably would have had myself of like, oh, Silent Bob's an instrument of God. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> because my understanding of it, my understanding is based purely on Salem's Lot from Stephen King. Is holding up a cross to a vampire means nothing. Unless you believe it. Unless you believe. Like, the cross doesn't mean shit. The cross is just a symbol. If you hold it up and you have no faith, it won't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I believe. That's what I remember from the movies, too. Yeah, otherwise it's just... So, like... Also, I know they're going to explain it, that the golf club was... First... Okay. I thought... My recollection was she knew these golf clubs were blessed... She didn't know that. I think she, she just she guessed that they were. Okay. I, yeah, like, me too. I automatically thought she knew already, but apparently not. So, like, is that how it works? Can, like, cardinals and bishops and – can they just bless shit? Well, they just bless shit and then they – is that how they win? Like, And also, because now is that how blessing works? Are you allowed to bless things like that that are, like, you're not blessing it for a good reason? I mean, they bless people's houses and stuff, right? I mean, so like, I they're doing that for a good reason. Right, like right, you're not right, doing right, it. Like you're not He's blessing doing, a you're yeah. not blessing a fucking gun that's going to be used in a murder. Right, and if you're blessing a golf club and then you win, isn't it kind of like cheating? Like I've seen um, when I was in the Air Force, our chaplains used to bless the planes. Oh, did they? Okay, they would come out sometimes. Sometimes they would do it when they were sitting in chalks. They would come out and like they would put their hand on the side of the plane. And they'd be like, you know, blah blah blah, let this protect whoever's in it. And then we used to have one guy that when we were deployed, we were in Turkey. And he would stand at the kind of the end of the runway where the planes would come up right before they made their turn to go down to the runway to take off. And the first day he went out there, he went out there and he stood there and he would raise his, both his hands up to like bless the planes. And then the planes would stop moving because they thought he was putting his hands up to stop them. Oh. <laughs> so we, we, we had to run out there and be like, oh, no, 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 don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. And then we had to uh, – we told I wonder our, if our, that guy – Thought he was stopping the planes with his power. He's like, well, I think he was just doing his thing and was kind of wondering why they were stopping. 
Yeah, so yeah. we just told him was like, uh, no. He, actually, the guy was a Catholic priest, and we were just like, Father, you just just raise one hand. If you raise one hand, they won't stop. Like, so there's the, no signal for one hand. If they see a chaplain out there raise one hand, they'll they'll see and okay, whatever. If they see you raise both hands, they stop immediately. It's just you know, it's the, one of the first things they teach them. You know, somebody's right. hands go up. Stop. And now, really, you go up and you cross your hands. But like, they see two hands go up in the air and they immediately stop because they can't see everything in front of them. Right. I mean, if somebody runs out in front of you and puts their hands up, you think they're saying, Sh- or like something could something could have gone out in front of them. We're trying to stop them for a reason. Like, they have to completely trust what you're doing on the ground. A lot of times, they can't see anything. Right. And yeah, like that, that was pretty sense. big area. But like sometimes we're maneuvering them in pretty tight spots. So like they got to just trust what you're telling them to do. Right. Yeah, it was, it was. He stopped a couple planes that day. We were like, "Oh no, no, don't, 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 do, don't do that, don't do that." And then I think he did it for a couple <laughs> more days. And then I think he just, did, then I think he decided, like, I think it's a lot easier just to bless them while they're here. You're like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, do them in the hangar. Get them. Well, in then, the hangar then he started doing it. Like he would do it when they were starting up, and we had to come over there and have another talk with them. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, if you're gonna do this while the planes are running, one of us has to go with you. Oh, because you don't want him walking to a spot. Where I, I don't need to him go. to walk into the intake because I feel like that's going to look bad on my ledger trying to get into heaven. I don't think that blessing's going to work if he gets. Yeah, the blessing's not going to work if you get on the intake and it cuts you to a thousand pieces. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to work. Not to mention, I'm going to have a lot to answer to when it's just like, not only are we short one chaplain, I also blew out a million dollar engine. So I understand the guy's there, but he doesn't get briefed. He just gets to walk out on the runways and shit. Ah, we let the chaplain do whatever he wants. I guess. I guess so. Listen, people are just glad when the chaplain's around because it's somebody you can talk to who's like they're like they're not in chain of command. They're not like it's just a person who's right. out there. It's it's gonna bullshit with you, he's gonna bring you coffee, give you a couple pieces. They always have candy and shit with them, so like <laughs> they're like they said that the bread I told I think I might have told you this story. I don't know if I told you on here or not. We had like a little when I was in Turkey, we were on tents. There was a tent that was the the chapel. And we went in there one time and a guy goes in there and he's just like, Oh, He's like, I came here for um, – he, I think he – did he want to take confession? He wanted to do something like that. He was Catholic. We were just hanging out with him, and we were trying to go do something else, probably go downtown and get right. hammered. And we walk in, and the Star David's hanging up on the wall. Oh. And he's just like, oh. He's like, I'm sorry. I was going to come here for – I feel his confession. And the chaplain turns around. And he goes, oh, no problem. He takes down the Star David and hangs up the cross. He's like, I can handle everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I was like, man, it's one-stop shopping in this place. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking them all. That's it. That's the way it was. Like, you only get one chaplain, and he's only one faith, so you got to suck it up. Yeah. If you were lucky, if you're in a really big area, you'll get like multiple. But like, if you're deployed somewhere and you even have a chaplain with you, yeah, you get whoever's there. Right. Right. Oh yeah, you don't get to pick at that point. It's just like they'll usually say something along the lines of like, "Listen, I realize it's not your faith. I'll, don't worry, I'll pass the message along." You know, we're all we're all working for the same boss here, right? Yeah, it's pretty weird. So some most guys just rolled with it. Other than there was always like the one who's like, I can only talk to. So it's always somebody who's like some really fucking goofy religion. You know, right. it's only got like eight hundred members from like, <laughs> you know, Poughkeepsie somewhere. He's like, no, it's just like some cult that his family was in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll wait for you know, Elder Elder Johnson or whatever you you need to talk to. Yeah, why don't you call him on the phone? Because he ain't yeah. coming here. Yeah. They're like, we don't use phones. That's great. <laughs> Maybe you could send him a telegram. Yeah, so the golf club thing is, just, again, I would almost wish that there had been some some reason for us to believe that. Right. 
And then the, I mean, the, I gotta, I gotta figure uh, Silent Bob's is pretty godly anyway. So, or like if we would have seen him doing it with his putter, right? Then it, it would have led you to believe that he was probably doing it with his driver. But we're not she really says he's the kind of asshole. He's the kind of asshole that would bless his own clubs for a better golf game. Also, I don't think that would work. Like that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, yeah, you can't just like use a blessing on something for like a bad cause. No, I remember there's a there's a famous scene in. Patton, where Patton asks a priest to pray for good weather so that they can bomb the Germans. <laughs> and the priest is like, I-, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, and he's like, what do you, gonna work. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I, I can't pray for good weather so you can kill people. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, well, I'm ordering you to do it, so do it. And he's like, I, I have to check what he had to call, like, you know, up to like priest headquarters or something. <laughs> and then he does it. And then the next day, the weather clears. And Patton says something along the lines of, you keep him near me. That guy's got a pipeline right to the big man. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) I wonder if if he's going to give, like, if he's going to play in tournaments and give, like, 10% back to the church, if he can can bless it then. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's giving shit back to anybody. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. (laughs) Also, I'm going to guess it doesn't work. So, like, I don't think he's getting, like, divine golf shots or anything. Well, it works if you're going to beat a demon with it. Yeah, on the unlikely event that you run across a demon, it is very useful. Yeah. Also, I don't I don't buy the divine heritage thing, but I'm also not a believer in midichlorian, so. <laughs> and that's kind of what that reeks of to me. I like midichlorians. You would. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I never even really got the whole concept while you were, when they were talking, because I was like falling asleep while that shit was going on. <laughs> like something ever going to happen in this movie? I know. Jeez. I don't know. I've rewatched them. Um... They're they're a little wonky still. Yeah, they're not quite as bad as I remember them being. Well, I like that red. What's his name? The red face guy with the with the horns all over it. Darth Maul. His, Darth Maul. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was cool. Uh, there's a lot of weird acting in it. There's a lot of I, I, a lot of it is as it's been pointed out by eight thousand podcasts and a million books and everybody. Sure. Um, there's a lot of George Lucas writing in there. A lot of George Lucas directing yeah. problems. There's a lot of hey, it's the late '90s and we're trying to CGI everything. So everything kind of has that fucking weird look to it. Yeah, the Uncanny Valley kind of thing going on. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, this is cutting edge technology, but like, you can only fake it so much without, it's fucking painfully obvious that you're faking everything. Right. Like, your people aren't acting correctly. Like, you, even when you have good actors, like, most of them can't punch through your shitty dialogue. Like, some do. Like, Ewan McGregor's really good. Uh, Christopher Lee's fucking excellent. But like, Christopher Lee used to being a bullshit like this. Right. For him, this is like, oh, I did fucking 20 Hammer movies. What's the difference between this and that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, you know, I was chasing around Dracula. It's half the time. Half the time I was Dracula. Right. I'll make something out of these, this like, shitty. Uh, this is, yeah, this is not even the weirdest shit I did this year. Right. Where, like, I think other people who were, like, let's say more mainstream actors, like your Natalie Portmans, are like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, I'm standing on a green box in the middle of the thing, and you're like, okay, action. What? Like, there's a man with a stick over there with a face drawn on it. And you said, I'm talking to that person. That's not a person. Yeah. It's a stick with a face on it. Yeah, I'm acting with a stick, just so you know. It's bad as acting with Affleck. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Affleck can play Jaws. I hope he does Shark at some point. Jaws. Yeah, me too. In Jaws 5. <laughs> um, thankfully, uh, Jaws. Yeah, thankfully Jay knows where the church is. They say it's three towns over, about ten miles. Yeah, 
It, I mean, I guess it's in his neighborhood. I guess I, I can I can deal with that. Um, they do take along the gun, of course, the Uzi, the the weapon of. I mean, we're getting out of it by this point, but it was definitely the weapon of the late '80s into the '90s. Sure. Yeah, it was in every video, every every um, movie. Yeah, and it was. Let's just say they're not as good as advertised. Yeah. They're great if you're in a room 10 feet away from people and you need to kill like four or five people. That's pretty much what they were used for. But unless you're in that very specific thing, like you watch many movies where people are getting shot with an Uzi and the guy's like 100 feet away shooting at him and you're like, no. No? Never happened? No. It's not (laughs) happening. I mean, they're closer to like an automatic pistol than they are to like a rifle. So like they don't aim for shit. But like they are small too. They're, they're good for up like, close and personal. If you want like automatic up close and personal, right? You want to cut somebody in half from five. If you want to see the greatest here. shot ever of somebody with an Uzi, look up pictures from the the Reagan attempted assassination. Oh yeah, because right after the Reagan assassination, he gets pushed into the car, car drives away. They jump on top of Hankley. You'll see one of the Secret Service agents. He pulls out of his suitcase. He pulls a fucking Uzi out, and he's standing there, and he's got like. This fucking seventies ass suit on, <laughs> standing there with sunglasses on and this fucking Uzi. I'm like, this is the coolest man who's ever lived. <laughs> I was like, this was he's the greatest just, day of his life. He's just a Secret Service guy. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> because there's like see, Secret Service guys who are like out there doing their thing, and there's other guys out there who are like they actually have like some heavy weapons and stuff. Right. And apparently, what we found out that day was apparently they're packing Uzis. In in briefcases. Yeah, at least back then they were. <laughs> uh, they take the bartender's car which is nice he's dead so he's just another casualty of this bullshit he's not gonna need it yeah Sound of Bob is not over this by the way by the end of it this is a different bar by the way that they're in what What? where did these coat hangers come from that are all across the wall oh. I didn't see them I mean uh, I saw them last you? oh do you see them on the wall because we're weird. looking in the other direction Right, I saw them last minute and didn't mention them, but they who hangs their coat over where they're going to be drinking? Or is it a hat rack? I don't know what that is. It's a hat rack at like it's a 1930s pub in London. <laughs> like you got to put your, your Jeff hat on there or your top hat. <laughs> All right, so we get out of the bar. We get a wipe. Uh, Kevin, a big fan of the wipes, a little Star Wars wipe there. Yeah, it's a good one. It's not bad. And um, a lot of budget out here. I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some there's some uh, makeup and special effects going on out here. Oh, yeah. We got we got dead bodies. We got all kinds of shit going on out here. Blue tarp. <laughs> when I first saw the tarp, I thought it was a wacky, flappy, inflatable arm man. <laughs> there's also a dead guy sitting in a chair who I thought was just sitting there. Yeah, no, he's got some red stuff on his forehead, so he's he's dead. And we get the music here, which I associate with like the um, the main menu of the Dogma DVD. It's weird. They step off the curb, and there's something even burning on the ground. There's, like, some kind of flame. I think the electronic equipment has been burned. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah. There's, like, smoke coming off of all of it. I see. I see the smoke on the other side. So so she turns around puts her head in uh, Chris Rock's neck yeah. to, to hide her face. We'll get into it more, but uh, this goes back to our whole power set thing. Apparently, uh, Bartleby and Loki have powered up at some point. Because they have fucking laid waste this place. Like, they are the god of war. They couldn't take on Jay and Silent Bob, and now all of a sudden they can take on 30 people and murder them and turn them into carnage oh, yeah. everywhere. There's, there's two dozen bodies here, easy. Yeah. And that's just what we're seeing. And there's there are no police, so either the police have not arrived or they are all dead. 
my guess is they're all dead. Yeah. He even wrecked a poor Catholicism wow sign that I couldn't read. Yeah, now it says Catholicism owl. Yeah, now it says owl. (laughs) So it's much more reflective of how things actually are. So I mentioned the score. I'm going to do something we never do, Chris. I'm going to talk about the composer. Oh, wow. I'll just, I'll be back. I'll just leave while you're doing this. (laughs) Oh, no, you're not going to leave because I'm going (laughs) to, I I know for a fact you don't know who it is. I have no clue. All right. So the composer is a man by the name of Howard Shore. Okay. Does that name mean anything to you? Absolutely nothing. Howard Shore, I would say, uh, 10 most famous composers, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, so that probably means I don't know anybody in the top 10 either. I mean, that's why, I, like, I, when I first looked it up, I looked it up a thousand episodes ago, and freaking Dust never mentioned it. But um, I would say, let's see, I don't know. I was going to say what he was most famous for, but it has his top four on here. But he he did a little movie, a little independent film by the name of Lord of the Rings. Oh, that little, that, I mean, that's something to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems to have done, I think he's done almost all of them. I think he's done all of them, at least to some degree. What I was trying to see was if I could see... What his first one were? What's his first movie that he's done that I actually? Because he's got a bunch of other shit in here. He's like music. He was the music coordinator on Silkwood. Um, he was a musical director on Saturday Night Live from 1975 to 1986 for 115 wow. episodes. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. He's the uncredited conductor on a bunch of 80s movies into the 90s. Okay, like he's uncredited Silence of the Lambs, uncredited Big. So I guess he was a conductor. So the- why is he uncredited? He just does it, and it's like I don't want to be. In the, I don't want. I think he was the. Listen, I'm not going to look this up. Somebody can check me. Steve Rogers will check me if I'm wrong. I think he composed <laughs> the original Saturday Night Live theme. Oh wow! Um, he was the orchestrator and Mrs. Doubtfire conductor in Philadelphia. The client Ed Wood Seven. Now he's not always credited for all these. So I'm like, I, did he work? I think he worked for somebody. He was the conductor in that thing you do. You know, huh. doing that thing you do. He was a conductor on striptease. Cool. He has a fucking shit ton of credits on here. Yeah. And then he's conductor, music producer, orchestrator, uncredited, Fellowship of the Ring. And then Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, Return of the King, Aviator, History of Violence, King Kong, Departed, like, Doubt, a bunch of shit on Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. He did the theme, so, theme song for that. Uh, Hugo. A, does he just does he just come with the, the studio? And they're like, well, uh, Howard Shore's over there, so use him for your music if you want him. Well, I think he he is to Lord of the Rings what John Williams is to Star Wars. Right. Well, like, even if you're going to do something, even if you're going to be the composer on something and you're going to compose your own stuff, you're still using – you're still working off of his template. Right. Yeah, well, it's got to sound the same for movie after movie after movie. So, Like, he did the main title theme of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which just came out. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Did you see that, by the way? Did you see the oh yeah, oh I, I saw that. Yeah, I watched it. I, I saw you? it all in one sitting. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. That's where we all are <laughs> full never, of shit. <laughs> I never saw. It. I don't even know it came out. <laughs> so um, I'm still technically watching it. I, Wait, oh, is it the, the TV series? Yes. And um, oh, okay. It's it falls in the weird spot of like I'm watching it. It's not bad. It's not bad. But like it just fails to like fucking grab me to the point where okay. I watch it over other things. I've seen the previews for it. I mean, it looks the special effects look great. The fucking money is there. Like you can see, they're spending yeah. the money. But like, I watched uh, the Wheel of Time series before that, and the Wheel of Time series was fucking shit. And I still watched it ahead of it. Uh, the problem is, I'll start to watch it, and I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm going to watch Chucky instead. 
Uh, you know what? I'm gonna watch um the fuck up. I'm watching some shit on HBO now instead of it. It's always it's always the uh, bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah, yeah. It's the second. And every choice. time I watch it, I'm like, it's it's fine, it's fine. But that's but how I, I felt th- about all the movies too. Uh, not the like the first three. I really enjoy the first three. Really? They're, oh, they're long. They're long. I know you're crying yeah. over there. They're long. I only ever got through the first one because after that, I'm like, I can't do that again. Take up half my life. Fucking baby. <laughs> um, this won't mean anything to you because God knows you can't watch any of them. But like the difference between the Lord of the Rings movies compared to the Hobbit movies is so fucking night and day for me. Really? Where like I can watch Lord of the Rings and like they're long, obviously, but like. I don't feel it because I'm like, all right, I'm really invested. There's a lot of good characters. Everybody's a good actor. Meanwhile, the, like The Hobbit, I'd like I'd rather be in the fucking dentist chair than be here. <laughs> bad? Oh, they're bad. Yeah. I made it through. I've seen two of them and part of the third one, I think. No, I never seen. And that I was either. like, I hate it. I was like, I don't like it. I hate. Like, I don't know what magic there was in Lord of the Rings that made it work. That is not making this work, but it's not There's working. There's got to be great special effects in that too, right? Oh, the special effects are fine. It's the fucking yeah. the movie itself, There's the script. No I mean, there's still good actors in it. Yeah. It's just sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Are they also like seven and a half hours long each? Um, I don't think they're quite as long. Okay. Um, the other thing I didn't like was I both liked and disliked it. But like you would – especially after you knew that they were going to start doing it. Like you'd watch like with the movies and they're already like fucking three hours long. And you're sitting there going like – why am I even bothered to watch this? They're going to release it on DVD and add a fucking hour to this. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that. So then you get into the thing of like, well, which one's the real one? How about you minus an hour and give it to me so I can watch it? No, you're a baby. We've already had this discussion. <laughs> I told you how to watch these shows. You just got to watch them like they're a TV series. I know. I know. I do. And uh, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine a time where I'm going to sit down and watch those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you sit there and go, I'm going to watch all these movies, it's an impossible task because you're like, it's like yeah. fucking 10 hours. Yeah. No way. But if you then sit back for a second and realize that like, how many Netflix series have you watched that are 10, 12 episodes that are an hour each? See, that's what I need. But it's got to have a beginning and an end. <clears throat> oh, please. Half those Netflix fucking episodes don't have beginning and end. Oh, if they throw credits, credits up there. there's an end. Yeah, there's credits. It's an end. There's... Hey, I can oh, wait. Okay. Can somebody wait out the there, cut the Lord of the Rings series up into 45 minute chunks throw some <laughs> credits at the end of it so please, Chris can watch it please please thank you <laughs> alright well I mean there's not much there's really not much to talk about in the last 20 seconds well just some they do oh my carnage. god she's sad um, we see the carnage and Jay said this is why I don't go to church anymore <laughs> listen if this was happening down at the church every week I'd be there yeah yeah this looks like this looks like definite uh, crowd attraction no doubt. No, the reason why I don't go to church is because it's boring. This is the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely not boring. I like all the little, there's little fires everywhere that I'm looking through. There's like little tiny fires everywhere. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have to wait till Friday to find out what's going on and who caused all this chaos. I wonder who it could be, Chris. Jane Salapop. Yeah, it could be. You never know. It's possible. He's got a, a blessed putter. It could have happened. All right. Why don't you give some plugs there, genius? Uh, we have the Jan Silent Bob in it. We're on DuelingGenre.com. Uh, go check out our older podcasts, uh, starting with the Birds Minute, Clerks, Chasing Amy, Mallrats. What else do we do, Jeff? I can't think. <laughs> I think I got them all. Yeah, <laughs> you got anything else? Four. Yeah, I think we got them all. You got anything else? I'm a fucking demon. Who's happy? 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 Who's happy?
We should go see. We should do a cocaine bear, minute by minute. Get, you have to be and do coke every minute, though. <laughs> yeah, you can do coke every episode. 